Listen, you know why you here, and I know why you came. Let's not play no games and get straight to it. This is The Power of the Vessel, a podcast for the spirit. Glory be to God. You hear me? You feel me? Glory be to God. Today is an amazing day because he created it to be. Not just because he wants to see it, but he made it for us to enjoy and live within it. All praise to the most high, man. All praise to the most high. Today, I was walking and it came to me the answer that I've been waiting to receive. Why does this walk feel so lonely? Why does it feel so lonely? And it's not just a walk with God. I really felt like my whole life, I was walking by myself. I felt like my whole life, things was happening to me that wasn't happening to other people. But I never understood why. But today the answer came to me because I was ready to receive it. I was ready to embrace and take the hard pill and swallow it. Everybody can't walk like you walk, and everybody can't go where you're going. And if you say you're living to honor your father, then you really have to be just like your father. You have to be alienated. You have to be. You have to embrace isolation. Look at our father. He's isolated from the world that he created because the world rejects him and his presence. So if, if if I'm honoring my father and I was made to honor my father, then my whole life was training me and preparing me to become isolated, to become alienated. Like, I really feel like my, my family are strangers. Not because they want to be, but because I have been transformed anew. It's not that they don't want to relate to me. It's just that they can't relate to me because they don't stand where I stand at the level that I'm standing. You feel what I'm saying? The more faith you live, the more faith you live on, the more faith you walk with, it moves you away from the other ways people are walking. It moves you away from those who are not Walking like you're walking. And that doesn't mean that we're better than them. It just means we're headed in a different direction than them. And I know they want to understand me, but certain things that God is showing me is not meant for them to understand. And now that I understand that, I'm at peace with it. Like all the friends that I used to have or the people that I call friends that are no longer around, that I wished to be around, they can't be because of how close I'm standing to God. Even though they want to be in my presence, they can't stand in my presence because I stand in his. God has chosen me to become whatever he made me to become. And as I walk with him, I'll find out what's my true purpose according to his will as I live my purpose as his child. You feel what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. But I can't get upset because I'm on an empty road. I can't get upset 
when people are pushed away from me because I understand he's pushing me away from them and he's pushing them away from me. We got to think about the tribes when they were created. The Levites were not a part of the other tribes. They were called to be the holy people. Even though God has picked Israel's seed to be that particular treasure, that holy nation, even within that nation, he chose the Levites to be another particular treasure, a precious treasure to honor him and minister to him in a way that he needs to be ministered to so he can minister to those who are not holy enough to stand in his presence but could still feel his presence. You feel what I'm saying? Even though it hurt at first to feel this way, now I accept the feeling of it because it's still teaching me and helping me understand this is how my father feels. It's not that he doesn't want to be a part of the masses. It's just that the masses doesn't want to be a part of him the way that he wants them to be a part of his body. So I, I, I truly accept it. And, and looking back at my life, like I said before, it's always been like I was being prepared to be in isolation. I was always being prepared to do things on my own. But then when I was a part of the group, I was trained to give 110%. I will always be determined to give it my best. You feel me? To make it my greatest work. But then I was still ashamed because I didn't want people to think that I was trying to compete or that I was trying to belittle them or I was trying to make them look bad. I just, it was just in me to always want to put my best foot forward and show, you know what I'm saying, my strength and ability to accomplish the mission I was given. And and when I was walking with man, it was always like I was walking on eggshells. Even though I do that with God now cautiously, spiritually, because I don't want to leave his holy side and I don't want to get pushed off my holy path. But when I was walking in the flesh, it still felt like I was walking on eggshells because I felt like if I did show my full potential, people would leave me anyway. Just like they doing now. But because I'm being told I can show my full potential and I can shine my light that God has given me to the highest level possible, hey, there's no shame in it. I'm not ashamed now to be who God allows me to be. But before, it was like I wanted to blend in. I wanted to be a part of these crowds. But God never let me be a part of the crowd as much as I wanted to be a part of the crowd. Like I couldn't do what most people could do. But then people couldn't do what I was able to do spiritually that I was afraid to speak on because I didn't want people to think I was crazy. Like hearing my voice being called and I'm the only one in the room. Even though I was afraid of it, I still was like, why is this happening? And I really wanted to know more. And then when God was showing me more, I, I would rebuke it and be afraid because I'm like, I don't want to be that apple out of the bunch that seems rotten, but it doesn't seem like I'm becoming rotten. It seems like I'm transforming into the plant that God made me to blossom into to be. But I just didn't feel like at that time my family would understand the things I was seeing people, the things I was just seeing in the world. And now I'm at this level again where it's like I'm isolated. I do feel alone in the flesh, but spiritually 
I know I'm connected to all things. And because God wants me to serve him in the spirit, I'm fine with it. But it was just a question of why does it have to be like this? And he, and he showed me it's been like this since the beginning. It's been like this since the beginning. Like every time that God gave his creation power, they will always take that power and flee and do their own thing. If you look at the scripture, God is never present. Never present until after whatever the creation has created for themselves. Even when he approached Abraham, Abraham was serving another God before he started serving the Most High. And even then, Abraham had to be isolated, away from his family. Jacob, the same way. You feel what I'm saying? David, the same way. Samuel, the same way. So it's like you look at all these things and you're like, okay, I have to embrace it. Because I said I want to honor my father and be just like my father and have his likeness more than the image of him that doesn't hold the likeness of him. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's what I said. That's what I wanted. But I feel like I asked for that because it was meant to happen anyway. It's just like if you're in a conversation with somebody and it doesn't matter what you say, it's still going to go that way. You could say yes, an argument's going to happen. You could say no, an argument's going to happen. You could agree to disagree, that argument is still going to happen because it's meant to happen. And that's why I look at all of us like we are just walking prophecies. And when people come into my life and they say certain things, I already know what's going to happen regardless of what they say. It's just a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, um, I don't expect people to stick around as long as they wish they will. You feel me? Because I just get that feeling like when people tell me they love me, it's like if I don't feel the tingle in my spirit, I know that they're just sent here to either grasp some understanding so they could go. They sent here to, you feel me, test me, and then they could go. But if I feel when somebody tell me they love me and I feel it in my spirit, it's like I know they're here forever. But even that, forever. If somebody tell me that they love me forever, I have learned that forever could be tomorrow. That forever can end tomorrow, depending on the person. Like, look at it. You feel me? The same people that said they would love my father forever stopped loving him when forever came for them. You feel me? When they forever wanted to do what he wanted to do with them forever, their forever for him ended. Because they fell in love with something else that they said they would love forever. And that's why I look at people and I just accept it like, if if I'm not considered a particular treasure to them, and I don't look at them like a particular treasure to me, then I know, just to be honest, to say, forever may be tomorrow. You hear what I'm saying? And then I even look at, you know what I'm saying, when he took these people as the holy nation. At his as his particular treasure and he was trying to train them up to know his standards and commandments and he was you know as i read it it just seemed like god was excited that he finally found a nation that cried out to him and really wanted to be a part of him 
and he's like setting this this stage to really just show them how glorious he can be for them and then they still fled from him you feel what i'm saying like he told moses to bring them towards the rock but don't let them touch the rock because you know they may die because of how powerful i am but i still want to present my glory to them i still want to see my people who have called me to be their god and then as he's coming He's telling Moses, like, tell them come closer. Why are they? And, he, and Moses said, you remember you told me not to let them come to the rock? Like, that's how excited God was that he forgot how powerful he was. You feel me? Because he was just so excited. And then these people are telling Moses because his power is so, so great. And they understand how unclean they are, even if they didn't acknowledge it spiritually. That's what they were saying. Like, you speak to God for us. We don't want to speak to him. Now imagine Moses going up there and telling God that. You feel me? But yet, he's still, he's still trying his best to blend in with people that don't want to blend in with him. He's trying to mix with people that don't want to be mixed with him, but still want him to be their God. Only when they desire him to be God for them. You know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, believing in God. And, you know, when I do talk about God and expose what his children have already been taught, you know, I know I come off to most people to be very blunt. But I feel like if you if it's the truth, why beat around the bush? You feel me? Why not just tell it like it is so we could not waste time understanding the truth and waste more time enjoying living in the truth? You feel me? But I understand that way of talking and expressing myself, it doesn't open doors to, you know, it doesn't open the same doors that other people can walk through, which I'm fine with because I'm allowed to express myself the way that the Father allows me to express myself. And that's what I like, even though I may not make as many friendly acquaintances as I desire. You feel me? It, which is a desire. It's not, it's really not a need. But I become more comfortable with it because when I read about Christ, it's like he was the father in the flesh. He had the father's likeness as he dwelled within the flesh. And it, as you study, as you study Christ and what he did, it's like everything flee from Christ. You know what I'm saying? Everything flee from Christ because they knew how potent he was. Like even the people that said they was going to rock with Christ, Christ already knew in spirit, y'all ain't about to be rocking with me long. You hear what I'm saying? Like just imagine him wanting to be embraced by his people by spitting the truth and thinking that the truth is gonna what is what's going to make them open their eyes and say, oh, we love you. But, it, but in turn, they're trying to push him off a cliff. Like, these are the people that, that grew up with him. You feel me? And now they don't embrace him like they once did, but they embrace him to throw him off a ledge. It's crazy. It's kind of sad. That's the, that's the, the not so much positive of following behind your father and becoming your father and praising your father. Like, it's not always unicorns and rainbows. 
even though you can create unicorns and rainbows, what's the point of doing that if you don't have nobody to enjoy it with? And that's why I stand with my father, because I always want him to have somebody to enjoy it with. You feel me? And if I'm spitting the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and motivating the other ones that God has been exposing himself to, it's like now I have other people. Because I understand that God has placed us in his garden. We are planted in his garden and he uh, he is teaching us. He's training us and helping us become what he made us to become and blossom into this loving plant that he made us to be. But somebody has to spit it so they could receive it. And now I could receive friendships that can last forever. You understand what I'm saying? Because I didn't choose these people. The father chose them. So if we link together, we could chill forever. Because God chose us both. But until that day come, I understand that I'm not going to be embraced. I'm not going to be understood. My power may not mix with somebody else's power level. Even though they love me, I understand that they can only love me to a limit. Unless they love the father at the same level that I love him. If they want to get to know the father the same way that I'm trying to get to know the father. If it's not that, I know it's not going to last forever. But I still love them. I just know that that day is eventually going to come where we're going to have to separate. Just like Christ knew. And I, and I don't think people understand that when Christ sat there and said, Father, I mean, I take this drink, but if you could make it pass by me, you feel me? Like that, him asking the Father that lets you know that he, he did enjoy walking amongst these people and healing these people and helping people and seeing the change. But he was also saying like, hey, it is what it is. If I'm the only way, then let it be. You feel me? But I know he was saying that the fact that he had to leave Peter, that he had to leave the other disciples that was really, you know, into and intrigued with understanding the spiritual nature of us all. Grasping the knowledge in spirit and in flesh. You feel me? I know he was a little saddened by that. But he knew it was a part of the plan. He knew not to embrace people as much as he wanted to embrace them. Because he knew eventually I have to leave. But I will be sitting at the right hand of power. I will be seated with my father on the right side of him. Where all my friends that I have made, that God has chosen, and that I can stand with, will join me. But until that day come, I know they're going to flee from me. I know they're going to flee from me. I know they're not going to embrace me. Because they don't understand yet. They're not meant to understand even though I want them to understand. And that's how I feel. And that's why I love the Father's view. Because it helps me make sense of things that I used to struggle with. It brings me comfort. It helps protect my mind from leaning on my own understanding. I embrace it all now because he does. The good and the bad. You feel me? I embrace it all now. When I, when I sit here in isolation and I just be meditating and I hear something in the room with me, Honestly, I don't care if it's good or bad because all I see is good. 
because all I see is my father and he is righteousness, right? Re regardless of why it's around me, it's like, well, at least this spirit is bold enough to stand next to me. At least this spirit is intrigued by my spirit. At least this spirit is, is intrigued to understand me, like it's watching me. You feel me? And then the people that I want to watch me and walk with me and be interested in what I think, they don't, they don't have the mind for it. You feel me? They don't want to grasp it. So it's like, why, why would I be afraid? Why would I be afraid? You know what I'm saying? Like, looking at Christ, the unclean spirits knew what was up. He had a better conversation with the unclean spirit than the peop than the spirit he was trying to cleanse. If that makes any sense. But everybody, everybody, even though he was in the group of people, he still felt alone. Everybody came to take, to take, to take. And Christ had to be fine with that. Because they do to his father the same way. And after they take, He's back, he's back wandering back to his isolation, being alienated, living in a garden where most can't stand. You feel what I'm saying? But this is this is just, you know, one thing to grasp. That it's not your family that has changed. It's you. It's not your family that's being fake. It's truth being exposed because the way that you're shining your light you're finally showing your true colors you're a rainbow of light you're, you're God's gift to this world you are the seed that is saving the family tree you feel what I'm saying and you have to embrace it it gets better it really does get better but if you want to make friends you literally have to make friends <laughs> Glory be to God. You have to expose them to the same truth that you're living in. You have to expose them to the same thing that the Father is exposing you to so they can access the garden that you have been placed in. And in, until you do that, until you learn how to talk to your Father to bring you around like-minded people that are at the same spiritual level you are, you're going to feel lonely. All you will have is the unclean spirits to entertain you but they're there to remind you how powerful you really are and why you have been isolated. Why you do replicate your father's throne by sitting alone. Glory be to God, man. Glory be to God. And that's why I say praise your God. Because the more that you praise them, the more that you can raise them. The ones that you want to be risen with you. To live in the salvation that God has given you. You have to praise him. That's why your steps is his steps and his steps is your steps. If we both want company, we got to make the company that we seek. Just like our father did in the beginning. I'm going to make one after our image and after our likeness. And now he has given us the power to do the same. Glory be to God, man. Walk that lonely path because right now that's the only path you can take. That path was customized for you. Drink that cup because only you are able to drink from it and embrace it all, man.
not because you want to, but because you have to, for the benefits of the ones around you. You are your father's child, man. You are his image and his likeness. Glory be to God. 